2: First here on the pregame postgame podcast, getting ready here for the uh, Panthers taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Mike Chico, Zim Joki, and we have Sharon Thorsland joining. Did I say
3: Zim? Zim Joki. <laughs> Zim, Zim. Zim. Zim Joki. Like that. That's okay. It's live. Uh, we're doing this live today, so we yeah, will never record these. And yeah, Sharon Thorsland, So this is called the pregame postgame podcast, Sharon. It's okay. alliteration, first of all. But you're often on the pregame yes. every week, and, and uh, very often post-game. on the postgame. Yeah. So you're perfect. You're a perfect first guest on the show. Welcome. We've done this from different locations, from the Langtonian Institute Institute, of Broadcasting. Uh, from Mike Pachico's house last week. Uh, we've done it from night Stadium. We've done this show from park benches. And we we're on a park bench today right outside of the Panthers practice facility. So folks will hear birds chirping, golf carts going by, and random people walking dogs. And miscellaneous air horn sounds.
0: We keep it real here, right, on the pre-game, post-game podcast. I like that.
3: Yeah, You said the name right. It took me like she a month right. to get it right. Pre-game, well, at least post-game she said podcast. your name right, too. Yeah, She tundle. called you Zim. we Jokey. Yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and Pike Machico. But, uh, Zig Ziglar? Isn't the that premise a... of the show is we talk for 10 or 15 minutes and then we stop. Uh, and then during that, we, we usually talk about the Panthers' last week's game, which was a loss to Washington, yes. and look ahead, in this case, to Philadelphia. So since you're our guest, we'll let you go first. Obviously, the turnovers were kind of a big deal. Uh, what were some yeah. of your takeaways from that game?
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's the, the key to that game, I would say, with when you've got the special teams like that and D.J. Moore, I mean, He's a rookie. He's got to have those learning mistakes. Unfortunately, that set the tone, I think, for the entire game. I I was impressed, though, in the second half how they came back out and were able to make it close, had a chance at the end. And I think the defense, especially up front and giving that pass rush on, they looked a lot better in the second half than they have really most of this season. So hopefully that will start a trend that will continue this week.
2: And that's a big question, right? Can they build on that momentum of playing uh, better defensively in the second half? And I think the, uh, the other issue, uh, you know, the big mistakes – Early on, just kill them. And th- this team, the way they're built, you know, they're so good at playing from in front. But when they get a little bit behind or a get point. a little bit of adversity, sometimes it's a little bit tougher, tougher to adjust.
3: I like that Devin just made a, a kind of a, a Yogi Berra kind of comment after the game that we have to build off our mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he meant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and technically, it's kind of right. But uh, you right. you want to learn from your mistakes and, and build off your successes, I guess, is what he meant. But um yeah, I mean it was nothing earth-shattering. I mean DJ Moore got you know, the two fumbles, but you know one was uh, honestly a nice peanut punch by Josh Norman. Give him credit right, right. for making that play. And the other was I think Cam, his arm wasn't hit, but it was the the, the pass rush affected his ability to hit punches on that deep one. That was going to be a touchdown if the ball had just got out there. Definitely had like two steps on the, on the on actually Josh Norman on
2: that one in particular. Yeah,
3: I'll put Josh. my sunglasses
2: on. You guys have sunglasses okay. on. You gotta fit in with outside. the rest yeah.
0: of us. Josh Norman, unfortunately, looked like he had a lot of fun in that game, and it was quite gleeful.
2: It's annoying. Quite
0: gleeful afterwards. <laughs> so it was
3: very annoying. Maybe Dave Gettleman was right. We made that move. I mean, he he played pretty good that first. But that was year his first interception in like two years, right? Yeah, it, it was since 2016,
2: and it was, and it really wasn't so much that it was a great play on his part. It was just that Cam was, as you said, getting hit on. It, it was yeah. just a like an air ball, yeah. and he was playing underneath. Had had Cam been able to get a little bit of air under that, that probably would have been a touchdown. Yeah. Here's a bigger point too. So Mike made a, kind of a
3: point on this that I want to expand upon with Sharon is that you know we're not probably built as good as a come-from-behind team, as, as a team with the lead. Are people? other are defenses figuring out the Christian McCaffrey thing? I mean, the big receiving game, the big rushing game, it looks like they're taking that away the last couple of weeks and saying beat us with something else, and the Panthers have had a close win, it took a 63-yard field goal, yeah. and then a loss after that, too.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with you on that one because Christian is, is such a threat as we have seen in, in both facets of the game, but when teams are trying to key on him, and saying somebody else step up. Nobody else has been able to do that. Uh, CJ Anderson, you know, hardly played at all last yeah. week.
3: He's still and- with Denver, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, I-, I know he's itching to get more more involved, and hopefully maybe they'll try to get him more in there this week because I think you've got to get somebody else involved in the run game besides c because – like you said, teams are keying in on him, and then from a receiver standpoint, I think Devin really stepped up last week.
3: Yep. And, uh, and then and later in and, the game, they found Tory Smith by. Yeah, yeah. And if, yeah. if
0: they could get more consistent with that as well, because he is such a deep threat, so I'd love to see him get more involved. But especially C.J. Anderson. I know he's he's itching to get out there and get his first downs and touchdowns and success. Well,
2: it'll be three and two at this point, knowing that this team really hasn't um, hit its stride yet. I, I think I don't want to say it's encouraging because you don't want to say. That, they're hit their stride but the fact that this team under Ron Rivera always plays better in the last eight games of the year than they generally do in the first eight games of the year so if they can kind of get through this next stretch you know a win against Philadelphia I think would be good just to kind of calm everybody and you know the sky's not falling you know it's one loss but I think get back build up some momentum and then hit that that final stretch and I think the birds agree I with me I
0: think the birds are chirping for us
2: absolutely though. so it's the <laughs> eagles are scouting us
0: I
3: hear that <laughs> chirping that's, a, that's the fake sound that eagles make is bird chirping noise like bluebirds <laughs> Sharon, you'll either want to be a part of or tune in next week to this podcast. Cause I think this is a really a fork in the road kind of thing. When you see a fork in the road, take, Mike, it. You take it. Is <laughs> take that it Yogi Berra? <laughs> is that we're either talking about a four and two Panthers team that beat the defending Super Bowl champs on their right, field. Right. I think I think they're at full strength now with having Carson Wentz and yeah. Alshon Jeffrey back. Or we're three and three with back to back losses coming home to face a really tough Baltimore defense next week. So this is really an interesting part of the schedule coming up.
0: Oh, absolutely! I mean, this is a, a huge game. Just to say, it's an NFC opponent and defending Super Bowl champs. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everybody's going to be geared up for this one. And the Eagles have been interesting so far this season. They're three and three, but as you said, Carson Wentz back now, Alshon Jeffrey back, and they seem to be getting their stride offensively. They are struggling in the run game now, though, with Jaya right. gone. So, and Darren Scrolls has still been dinged up.
2: It shows on <laughs> fire. No.
0: The <laughs> Nats sound here for us. So, I, I think that. That's, that's somewhere that they could key on is to try to really take away the run game, maybe and get at Carson Wentz a little bit better. But, um, and then defensively, they are dinged up. They've got a lot of injuries in the secondary. They're starting a cornerback, I think, at safety right now. So, so they've got some issues there, but boy, that D line is stout. They've yeah. added a couple more Pro Bowlers to that, um, number two against the run. So this is a huge game for the Panthers. And if they can come out on top of this one, wow, I think
2: that can really set the tone for the rest of the season. What do you think the key is? Is it uh, you know trying to get that vertical passing game going? Because we really haven't seen too many passing plays over 20 yards. And I don't mean yards after the catch. We've seen some of those. But actually, like, the ball you in know, the, the ball in the 20 air for 20-plus yards. 20 plus yards.
0: Yeah, well, that's, they haven't been able to get that done at all, and I think they've got to start implementing that or find a way to make that happen, whether it's a Cam Newton and his shoulder thing still or what is preventing that, I don't know. But they, if they could get that going, and the Eagles would be a great team to do it against because, as I've been working on my scouting report, yeah. they are tied with Oakland for last in the league in giving up big plays. They've given wow. up seven plays of 45 yards or more, so um, this would be a good week to take advantage of that.
3: Nice week. plug at exactly what time will yeah. the uh, scouting
2: report <laughs> air during the pregame show, do you know?
0: Oh, I think we have one in somewhere at 11.15 and another at about
2: I, 12.30. So. I yeah, Oakland's the- actually, uh, I don't, this isn't in the stats, but uh, they're number one in giving away the biggest players on their team. <laughs> <laughs> and they're still working on Yeah, they're still working that. on they're that. Still, <laughs> they're they're yeah. trying to maintain their lead yeah. in yeah. that department, too. That's going
3: to be fun going to Philly. Of course, the thing about Philly is they have the most, along with New England. Sorry, Mike, because I know it's your crowd up there. No, I there. understand that. You, I think you know I saw with the, the, the beer in the face. To talk yeah, about. that's despicable. Yeah, And then the, the, the double middle fingers there. But yeah. in addition to that, hello, sir, how are you? Is that... What are your thoughts? There's a that's man that's on a bicycle close. with a... A jukebox. I think though. he uh, I that think an that's a boombox. I think he wrote it. Natural human being. I know that he looks like he's about hundred. It actually looked like Santa Claus <laughs> in shorts actual. riding was by. Is that Stan Olsen? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Stan. What was our point? Is that the Philadelphia
2: fans yeah. are just um, they're tough. They're I mean, tough. It's a Batteries. They boost Santa Claus. They throw uh, snowballs with ice in them and, and rocks. I mean, fortunately there was no snow in the forecast.
0: Oh, and they play it But that is a tough
2: It's going to be in the forties though. It's going to be not snow. No, I don't like
3: Philadelphia fans. I'm sorry for those of you who are from there. I'm sure you're fine people. So are you a Patch or Gino's guy? I've been to Pat's, Gino's, and Jim's. Okay. And they all taste exactly the same. Zims or Jims? <laughs> yeah, Zims. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, cause we named me Zim for the podcast today. Uh, you know what? I think uh, Jims was the one that was like the most famous. Like that's when John Fox has his picture at. He recommended oh, yeah. it, and uh, they're all. I'll be honest. I'm sure people in Philly will disagree. They all are about the same. I right. don't really know what the difference is. I mean, people have a favorite, but. And there's other ones beyond those
2: three that I just right. mentioned, too. Right. All right, we ready for the uh, of somewhat random question. Random question? question? Of the day? Do you have one? I, I do have one last It's your turn. I, okay. I have one. It is my turn. Uh, first. We finished, by the way, showing with a random question yeah, of the week. Yeah. Now that okay. way you will be prepared. Yeah. Okay. And I say somewhat random because you know, the NBA is starting. Yes. it got me thinking. What is the first NBA, maybe non Hornets NBA game that you've been to or went to?
0: A non Hornets yeah. NBA game? And
2: if you don't have one, it can be a Hornets.
0: I have never been to a non Hornets. Well, pick a
3: college. What was your first college game then?
0: Um, well, actually, it was Clemson. I went to um, Grant's Tomb, as I called it back really? in the day. Mm-hmm. Yes, when I was. Is he in buried Northville. there? So, <laughs> well, never because it was. Was it Horace Grant? For bonus points, who's buried in Grant's Tomb? <laughs> it was, was it Horace Grant was that the guy, the big man at Clemson, yes, yeah, a million yeah, years yeah, ago? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Dale yeah. Davis so back on that a team. So I just to play at Clemson down there. Too, it wow. close enough. That's
3: nuts. close enough. To, it's it's yeah. random, That's so good. really, there's, there's no yeah. right answer. Yeah. Uh, well, I grew up obviously but the Cleveland, count. so I went to the even in elementary school I went to the Cleveland Cavaliers games back. They played at the old Richfield Coliseum, yeah. which is nowhere near Cleveland. It's like an hour from Cleveland. They just got cheap land. Think of Knight Stadium being yeah. in Fort Mill, yeah. except further. It's right. Charlotte. Yeah, it's like that. So that was my first NBA. But I will say, it just happened to work out when I was a kid. The Harlem Globetrotters had TV shows and cartoons and stuff when oh, I was yeah, growing yeah, up. Yeah, so yeah. I know this is an NBA, but it's like for college answer. I would see the Harlem Globetrotters. They would always come through in April around my birthday. So I have like three elementary school age birthdays where I would go see the Harlem Globetrotters. Wow. And by the way, oh, that's pretty cool. they're 3-0 and o when I see them yes, play. Yes, they are. Ooh. So yeah, were, they play the Washington General. You weren't the, contrarian that got the,
2: <laughs> you weren't the contrarian kid that showed up with the Washington General shirt? Oh, how
3: great would that be? You know, if, I, if they existed, I would have backed that. And I never got hit with the bucket of confetti from Metal Arc Lemon.
2: All right, Mike. Uh, uh, so mine is actually it ties in with yours a little bit uh, in that uh, it was a Celtics game. Uh, it was my freshman year in college. My roommate, his uh, brother, or his uh, sister, I think, worked for the Celtics. <laughs> same no, thing. Sister, sister, brother, well, same Yeah, boy, thing. girl. You know, 220, 221, whatever it takes. Uh, but uh, his sister worked for the Celtics, and so uh, I got uh, tickets to the Celtics and uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Cool. So nice. I took my dad. So it was the first NBA, de- NBA, probably the only NBA game that my dad and I went to.
3: Okay, cool. very nice. That's yeah. a nice story. And for those who don't know, Mike's dad passed away about two years ago. Uh, yeah, like three that. years ago. Three, three years, years ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, time flies. Thanks nice to share. Well, this yeah. was Sharon. Thank you. Yeah, what a thank treat. You, our first guest. So we're thinking exciting. of adding a live uh, studio band Ooh, and audience in the there future, so we're just going to keep building off of this We're to build upon our mistakes. Right. So we're going <laughs> to yeah, build
2: upon our mistakes, and hopefully this park bench doesn't disintegrate uh, and is here for the. That's time okay. There's it. several others nearby, yeah. and there's actually a, like a charcoal grill down there. Yeah. We could hey, probably we go. okay. Let's get some. Uh, we're rocks
0: something and, here. and burgers out here
2: from the so shadows of Bank of America
0: Stadium
2: All right, Mike. Bring us home. All I'm going to bring us home. All right, so Sharon, thank you, and we'll hear you, Jim. getting Yes. Zim. Uh, Regular time, regular regular scheduled time. 10 o'clock pregame, 1 o'clock kick, and you and Brett on the postgame. Yeah, we'll be on there. We'll be for the week off. All right, everybody, thanks for listening to the pregame,
1: postgame podcast. Monday, it's a new episode of All Rise.